we go. Hey, it's Film Photography Podcast number 76. Hey. February 15th, 2013. John's fumbling. John Fidelli in the studio. Leslie Lazenby from Imagine That. Hello. Hey, Imagine That. And the Mecca studio. Artist Lauren Bagley. Hello. With the Strudel. He would bark, but he's really close to the mic. Okay. So well, you squeeze him and he barks. Church. <laughs> if you're lucky, that's all he does. Speak. Speak, Strudel. Speak. Speak. That's all over your mic. And Matt Marash. Hey, how's it going, guys? On today's show, uh, we're going to be having a... Let's go. Let's do this. We have an update on large format photography. We have a camera spotlight. The Canon T70. T70. Dane's fave. Mark's not fave. For those two Jersey guys, they're not here today. Two blokes. Yep. Leslie, you have something called the Olympus O. I have the O product. Oh, does she? Whoa, Ooh. look at that. That a beauty. Oh we have darkroom tips, yeah. listener letters, and then the end. <laughs> the end <laughs> of what? It is near, it is near. Life as we know yeah. it. Yes. So, hey, we'll be right back. What's uh? I figured this, you know, middle of February, really good time to do a update on, you know, what's happening with large format photography. Oh, yourself, man. yeah, this is other people you know, films, what you've been shooting, like what's happening. Well, I'm, you know, I'm still working, getting ready to go hardcore into the color project I'm working on. It takes a heck of a lot of planning. I know I've been talking about this forever. It's just never going to happen at this point. <laughs> but shooting color. Shooting all of the impossible PQ. My God, I love that film. It's the instant, instant eight by ten, instant eight by ten. Beautiful. Incredible. I know. I know. Beautiful. I said. I know. I said last month. Oh, hey, you know, we should start shooting more color. But if I'm shooting black and white, it's going to be that impossible PQ. It's really great stuff. You have a sh- you have a finished shot in five minutes. You can do emulsion transfers with it. You just do all the great stuff. Uh, I would like to call it an eight by ten shooter's dream. It's just gorgeous. It is gorgeous. It's so warm, isn't it? Yes, it's very warm. Yeah, it starts cool. Wet plate looking, as you said. Well, it's very wet plate looking because it reverses the image. And it's a positive image on that clear acetate base, so you can uh, you can put Mm -hmm. it on cool backgrounds, and you can just do so much with it. Extremely addictive. So, but that's that's not all in the large format world. Mike, you'll be proud of me. Yes, I am going to have my first big boy shoot. (laughs) <laughs> with a model with a model no yeah, way I found, I found a model where did you find the model <laughs> at a games shop so I knew I knew she was alright at a local gaming shop you know where they play like D&D and yep 
Really? Arcade games and stuff. Yeah, she was there. And did you know that she modeled? or? Um, I didn't know, but a fr- uh, she's a mutual friend. Okay. So uh, I'm just going to start to work. I, I told her what I shoot with. I said, oh, you know those old-timey cameras where you put the cloth over? Oh, my God, you shoot with those? I'd love to do a shoot. So uh, working that around. Uh, hopefully I'll have some shots up by March-ish. Okay. Cool. So looking forward to that. It's now, Working it, with her is fun. Is so. this going to be a project like a long-term project? no very very short term just kind of get uh get my time in with people that know what they're doing in front of the camera it's going to be a complete change <laughs> hey matt uh, hey you're shooting the model get a release <laughs> hey fpp model releases you get a pad how many you got 100 oh like at least yeah a bunch of them. easily 100 great little thing you have a five by se- or five by eight Ready yep. to go. Throwing your bag. Under Perfect. 10 bucks. Under 10 bucks. I mean, I'm only working with one. But hey, <laughs> 99 to go. Right. Exactly. <laughs> 99 It'll last you quite a while. Release. Release forms. And then, can I, can I keep going? Yeah. Well, I got some more large format updates. No, so, this is your segment. Go. You know, last month, you guys all saw it here in the studio. I, I hauled it all the way back up here today. Yeah. The Cinar. I'm, um, oh, I'm being slowly converted to uh, Monterey. Monorail. Yeah, that, is that a monorail? That's a monorail. Oh, that, yeah, just pick it up. It's seventy-five pounds of fury on the is that tripod. Right? Yeah. Well, the tripod and everything. It's and it's called a Cinar. It's a Cinar. What year was that made? Uh, this was made in the mid '80s. We're looking at it right it's now. It's the Cinar P2. The P stands for perfection. I'd say. And you, you got to feel it. The geared movements. Once once you lo- once you move it, do a swing, a tilt. It's locked in. It's not going to move. It's great. What, um, what's the difference between that and one with duo rails? Um, <laughs> such thing? No. <laughs> but it would be twice as sturdy. Huh? How many rails do they normally have? Well, yeah, just, just one along it. But what's cool is they have a – it's extendable. So there's these little screw-on caps, and mm-hmm. I, that's got the super wide on it. I can unscrew it, add another 6, 10 inches to it, and make a longer rail for an, a longer lens. So – I it's completely customizable. Oh, it's super heavy. It has a metering back. It has all the movements. Metering back? I mean, oh, okay. So CNR, this is for the studio guys that wanted to have their catalog shots perfect and consistent between each shot. And you get with this thing that was called a CNR, or a CNR Braun booster. And the booster was a metering probe. It sounds as fun as it is. Yeah. And the, the probe goes into the back of the camera for what's called focal plane metering. So you stick this little probe in the back of the camera, and we talk about bellows extension and all these weird factors that mess up with your exposure. This just takes, tells you what the exposure is, and that's what it is. Are you serious? No bellows factor, no problem. It's, it's all right there. Wow. So these are that's that, all the bells and whistles. All okay. the bells and whistles. I, I, that would take a lot of fear out of shooting 8 by 10 It feels like cheating. Yeah. It right. really does. Like, before I was scraping to kind of get the, the movements right or mm-hmm. change my perspective, this, it's... One, two, your, I mean, you saw how, fa- how fast I focused those group quick. shots. Just yeah. boom. Once you know what you're doing with it, I suggest, you know, for folks, you know, because I talked about in the large format primer that we have up on the, on the blog, you know, monorail versus field, I, I would still say get a cheaper kind of field camera to, to start. But once you know what you're doing and you know what you're looking for in the shot, mm. my God, the monorail is like sweet, sweet. I think Matt's in love. I, he is. Oh. Yeah, he's in lust. Twitter paid it at least. <laughs> he's in lust. You can't now, take it around uh, in Manhattan, though. Oh, we'll try. You know what? We'll try. I'll try. If anybody's going to do it, it'll be mad. Mm. Now, yeah. wh- what do you do? He's you, a caravan. Are you still shooting with your Eastman commercial? Uh, for, for hiking around the uh, Cuyahoga Valley National Park and anything where I, I feel like I'm going to be going uh, vertically more than horizontally, 
I will probably take the Eastman because the Eastman feels like a debonair now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this thing, I mean, you see the monster case that thing comes in over oh, there. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, like the ballistics grade uh, mm. case. And definitely need some Sherpas for that. Yeah, definitely. But it's quit my gym. Don't eat it. Just, just oh, is that right? Oh, yeah, I just picked that baby up. Oh. oh. And what kind of film stocks have you been putting into that 8x10 film holder? Well, so far this year, really just the PQ and um, that lovely box of Fujichrome Provia F that oh. uh, the fine folks at Fuji provide us with at the PDN. Mm, yeah, that. There'll be some shots up there coming up soon. And Pro- processed by the darkroom. Will your model photography be uh, instant film or chrome film? Um, I think we're going to do instant... Well, we're going to do x-ray to start just because... Okay. I can get a feel hmm. for the model. I can, Inside I can burn. and out. <laughs> <laughs> okay, X-ray. X-ray. Hello. Oh. Welcome to the show. <laughs> the show. <laughs> so I can burn through 20, 30 sheets of X-ray film. Cause I, have, I got new holders for Christmas, too. So I have like 25 film oh, holders. So you're all set to go. Um, so I, Santa Claus came to Jersey. He was out of, he was out of everything. Sorry, Mike. The he, took it all. By the time he got across <laughs> Finley, Ohio, he was out of everything. Oh, man. But. He's a very persuasive kid. <laughs> so I, I can burn through all that stuff, and then the next iteration is going to be PQ, the instant film, because you can have feedback right away. Mm. Then the good stuff, some color. 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 Fujichrome Provia and uh, Ektar 100. Mm. Do you have a feel, Matt, uh, th- that there's going to be new instant films coming in 2013? Any, any, any indication? Anything? Well, if my word is as good as it was at Christmas with Impossible, I'd like some color. <laughs> some luck. Some color. What do you think? Color integral? Do you uh, think? CP, I think yeah. CP, yeah. Oh, Slap some of that in there. Whoa. I would. 8x10 CP. Oh. That'd be incredible. Wow. Amazing. What's the market for that, though, for 8x10 uh, Surprisingly, like, it's always Matt gone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of folks. Um, it's all going to Ohio. <laughs> oh, this, man. Uh, really great guy online. You might have heard of him. He's he's an actor, musician. Uh, Adam Goldberg. Uh, yeah, I think I saw yeah. him. Yeah, big call guy. Hey, how you doing? Long <laughs> always got a beard on. Yeah, he's always got a beard on, yeah. yeah. And, uh... He's doing 8x10 now, too. Yeah, he's really championing the impossible 8x10. So there's actually a lot of guys doing it. It's never, like, full in stock. It's Mm. either gone or, like, very close to. So it's it's gorgeous stuff. I can't say enough nice things about him. Matt, what would you say to an FPP listener who is very curious about shooting large format? And, like, how? What do you do? Well, if you're in the uh, greater Midwest area, you can come out to uh, one of the workshops that me and Scott Myvogel are doing over at Aperture Tremont, aperturetremont.com. Check that out. Or you can always shoot me an email. I'm also doing a little one-on-one coaching for folks that want to get their hands in the darkroom. Right. Uh, now that I have access to field cameras, monorail cameras, and press cameras, um, we do a great little one-on-one workshop where we just walk around downtown Finley. We shoot. We go up and process the film. We learn how to do all that beforehand. And then while the film's drying, we go hang out with Leslie over at Imagine That. <laughs> it's a fun time. Down. That's awesome. So, you know, if you're in the Midwest area, that's definitely the, the way to do it. If not, send, uh, send me an email. P- people like, oh, what email address? Matt at filmphotographyproject.com. Very nice. That's Matt with one, one Matt, C. One Matt, C. M-A-T. M-A-T. You can walk all over me. And if people, <laughs> if people come to Finlay, Ohio for a workshop, where do you stick them? Do you stick them in the Finlay Inn? I, I do. Well, <laughs> yeah, I, st- I, try to, I try to go in the, fin- the Finlay Inn. It's, it's a good little joint to go. We also have uh, a couple other big chain hotels off of the, off of the state route. 
But yeah, just come uh, come Midwest area. If you can't find the Midwest, there's a lot of guys <laughs> on the east. You can't find the Midwest. Yeah, hard to find on the map. It's right in the middle. Kind of known Hidden as Hidden by corn, though. Ohio. You can't find it, yeah. There's a lot of guys on the West Coast that are getting into it. There's a lot of uh, big established groups. I mean, if you're out West and you don't know what large format is, you just mm. haven't gone to any of the big parks lately there's more and more folks showing yeah. up with those so yeah. and then east coast uh new york bh is always doing workshops they just did a wet plate cl- a big wet plate collodion thing uh, mm. around the christmas season what do they bring in they brought in Artcraft chemicals we talked about those guys oh, before did they, they were sponsored by Artcraft. they brought in a wet plate collodion talk and i believe they also hosted a workshop for that mm. so you know it's it's really catching back on Sorry, it's the, the, <laughs> Sorry. T, the T7. Hey, it's we're the next segment, you know. Thank you, Matt. If anybody has any questions, you don't mind them sending you an email? Send them away. Well, I want to announce today that we're giving away the Canon T70 camera. This is a mid-1980s camera, uh, currently a fave of both myself and uh, FPP Dane Johnson. Dane. Dane Johnston. Yeah, Dane Johnston. I was surprised when I found out that Dane Johnson has one as well. He's been shooting with it. Yeah. And I have to tell you, I like it. Yeah, what do you like about it? Solid camera. Solid camera. It's uh, fully automatic, but also it's very easily uh, switches into uh, Emmanuel mode. (laughs) Emmanuel. (laughs) Very simply, you just hold down the mode button. And here it's a very clunky, square, mid-1980s. Remember how cars got square as well? Kick cars. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) But this, of course, was before the Canon revolutionary T90, which revolutionized cameras across the board with a with a molded soft edges that is still used today the t90 set the standard for all cameras moving forward but this the lowly t70 i feel like when you press the shutter it's going to play the beverly hills cop theme (laughs) (laughs) here it's very simple you have up and down buttons mode iso bc battery check and when you hit mode and then you press up and down Mm. you could right now it's in program you could put it into tel- telephoto mode, let's say using a long lens on it. TV, which is a sl- shutter priority. Yes. Yeah. Uh, program wide for a, a wide angle lens, which I should have been using for the, with this 24 millimeter, but it wasn't. <laughs> what, what, Back to program. Why? What does it do? If you go to TV, for example, as soon as you take it, it your, your finger off the mode button, the uh, shutter speed shows up in the window. Now using the up and down levers, you could go higher or lower. So let's say you put 60th of a second and look through the viewfinder and have lens set at A for auto. Auto. It'll, it'll pick uh, uh, a f-stop. But if you take it out of auto, in the viewfinder will be, there's no film in here, there will be a, there's a meter on the side. It says, oh, 5.6. So you got to set it to 5.6. Yeah. So, uh, you know, it's a great camera. If you're just beginning, of course, you have the option of doing full manual or putting into the famous Canon program mode. Famous. F- famous program mode, which I use with this camera. Set it and forget it. Yeah. Yeah, set it and forget it. And it has an auto take, you know, you know. Auto it, advance. Auto advance. And when it's done, there's an auto rewind on the bottom. You press the oh, button. It's like pretty handy. <laughs> film goes back into its cartridge. I've got one camera with that function, and now, I adore that. Do the crunching, especially Crank. Like, CR. when you're stripping that. Oh. Like, oh, is it going in? Is it hurting it? Generally, yeah. generally speaking, I do not like auto functions. I like to see the manual take up yeah. because then you know you're confident that your film is being you're properly lost advanced. With that camera. 
You get uh, Ajita with that? Ajita. <laughs> Do I get No, I don't. Actually, I've adapted beautifully to it. and You've learned I, to trust it. Yes. I've been shooting with this for quite a few months now, and that's why uh, this was a donation to the FPP. That's why I feel very confident and thrilled to be offering the Canon T70 camera for this month's giveaway. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. pretty sweet. And not only that, once you own a Canon FD lens, uh, what's called the Canon FD line of lenses, you can go on ebay.com and you will find an amazing assortment of Canon FD lenses that are relatively expensive. Mm. So if you want to put a fast lens on this, you can get yourself a 50 How millimeter. How fast is that lens? Well, this is going to come with, a, this is my lens on here now. Oh, this camera is going to be given away with a, uh, a standard Canon 50 millimeter F1.8 lens. Sweet. Which is sweet, yeah. But the world is your oyster. Is that the expression? Sure. Yeah. Yes. yes. There's so many lenses for the Canon FD. And they're so cheap. Yeah. Oh, very nice. Guard dog. Must have just lost that option. Guard dog. So go to filmphotographyproject.com forward slash giveaways, and you will see the awesome Canon T70, yes. which we're giving away this month. Highly recommended by both. Highly recommended by both. Myself and Dane Johnson. And Dane Johnson. Dane Johnson. I've mm-hmm. heard of him. Hey, so what about the what about the t- ten minus that? Where's the where's that T sixty? Oh, the T sixty. Ten minus this. that. I have been testing. This is a different T sixty than the last one that oh, you no, manhandled. Oh no! Why is that? Did I manhandle it too much? No, <laughs> no, no. I've been testing. I I had a bit of uh, gas with it, oh. and I started buying T sixty bodies. And my intention is to test them. And make them available in the FPP store. Ooh, so you like them that much? Cameras. I yeah. do. Wow. Here, feel, just just oh. give it a feel. It's, it's a beginner camera. This guy. It's yep. a standard feather, right? Right. Yeah. Right. You can wear that around your neck with no pain. Where'd it go? Mm. Yeah. Wow, that's pretty sweet. It is. So, John, when you put the T60 into A, and then you you put your lens at f 1.8, mm-hmm. like it's just gonna do all the calculations for you. Oh, that's pretty sweet. It is pretty sweet. I've been doing that. All day. For the last shoe, I shot all the uh, behind-the-scenes shots on the T60 and the T70. And thanks for breaking that up, man. You know, it's just got a, it's got a nice feel to it. And you put a nice hunk of glass on it, and it still feels like it's going to hold. And well, that's the yeah. lens, John. That's the lens. So. It's the... <laughs> He's giving it a He's giving mark. it a mark, huh? <laughs> oh. It's the underdog Canon camera. The FD Canon camera that, frankly, no one ever heard of. No, I'm in love. It was manufactured Again. by Casina. Specifically for foreign markets, mostly Asia. Highly, amazingly unpopular in the United States. Amazingly unpopular. (laughs) So, thank you. Well, hey, let's take a quick break. It's a bit dark under here, isn't it, Dave? Oh, yeah, you lot do look a bit shady. I will think back. Is that red wine or treacle, Marty? Colette, Ron's shirt could have some more holiday colour. Does your film require you to do a bit of retouching? Perfect. Well, they say mine are sometimes, Dave. You're right. Get strong, true colours in your camera, not all over you. Coat of colour gold. Mm. Hey, Mike Rosso here, FPP. We're here at Tony's Touch of Italy with uh, Matt and Lauren and Leslie and myself and was celebrating the fact that FPP store filmphotographystore.com now carries not only Kodak film but Kodak film at a price that matches if not beats all the big online stores what does that mean? that means that I don't have to shop anywhere else for film 
ever. Just fppfilmphotographystore.com is going to be the one-stop shop for all of my film, 35mm, 120, instant photography, and, you know, those great little plastic film-tastic cameras on the side. Super positive. Leslie, what's it mean? It's one-stop shopping. It's quick shipping. And we ship international. No problems. Very important, sure. We're not going to leave anybody out. A, a big... A big part of the FPP community is the international listener base. I would say a little over 50%. And now they have an outlet and a very cost-efficient outlet, and we're getting it to you. So get out there, order your favorite emulsions, your Portras, your Ektars, your T-Max, Tri-X. Get it. Get it now. Filmphotographystore.com. Hey, we're back. Hey. Let's read some listening letters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you read this, John? It's from Mary Virginia Stroud. That's a very proper name. It says, uh, hi, I'd like some advice on a few things. First, I'd really like to concentrate on shooting film more, but I live 300 miles above the Arctic Circle. It's minus 20 outside right now. That is so awesome. Oh, my God. Well, film might make it better than digital at that point. Yeah. Yeah. And can bring, it can go uh, in January down to 40 below. Oh, oh my goodness. Minus 40. Or below. I wonder if she's the doing D76 research. will freeze before it hits the film. Well, it says, I switch almost completely to digital in the winter because I'm scared to take my film cameras out in these kind of temperatures. My D300 is tried and true in extreme temps. My Mercury 2 might be okay, but I love that one so oh. much I'm chicken to try it. Do you have a suggestion for a camera that will be, <laughs> will be able to handle these temps? I've heard that the Nikon FM2N might be a good option. <laughs> Would you agree? Mike, what? Oh, FM2 is a... We know what that is. That's a solid little Nikon, yeah. yeah. It would be able to use all my lenses at least. My second question involves scanning and printing negatives. My current scanner needies to be upgraded. It's a Canon Cano scan 8800F. Oh, those are those are okay. <coughs> yeah. It says I participate in a lot of fine art shows in Alaska and it's not up to task oh, of man, giving me cool. a good enough scan to make a decent print. If I upgraded to the Epson V700 or 750, would that be able to do the job to allow me to print? Yes. Scans. All right, so the question is one two-parter. All Maybe right. Matt, you take I'll, half and let's see. Yeah, I'll tackle half. the scanning part of it. Is that I don't Mr. know. Freeze. I don't know about that FM2. You don't want something sealed a little better? Yeah. Definitely oh. manual advance. Like, like an you F? do not. Yes. You want an F in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like a F. A and you F6. want something manual advance. You do the, not want an auto advance. That film will snap at that. Doesn't point. the FM2 have a manual advance? Yes. F- yes. It does. You can borrow mine, but it's had a roll of infrared in it for a year and a half now. <laughs> <laughs> well, what about like but, your generic Nikon like that or like the... Uh, uh, you know, the basic Nikon or like a basic Canon, like the FTB, which you just got. I mean, oh, maybe the FTB. It manual. Does, it does not require the battery to function. FM2 does. It's yes. a box camera. Although it does have, it does have an M90 on it. It will right. fire yeah. without, but you're locked in. It's dark. Because you, know? you can have you know, that temporary battery drain when it's that cold. Do they make uh, blimps for cameras specifically for like sub-zero weather? weather? No. They do really. make battery umbilicals. Oh, what does that mean? Do you know what a battery umbilical is? Olympus made this for the OM1, OM2. The batteries fit in a little holder in your pocket. There's a little umbilical, and it goes oh, into no kidding. So you can keep your batteries warm. Oh. That's pretty yeah. cool. They make a film umbilical? I, I always umbilical. recommend <laughs> if you're shooting in Sub-Zero to 
basically in your parka. Keep your camera. Just in keep your everything. Parka. Yeah. Take it out. Shoot back in the parka. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, wow. shoot back in the parka. Shoot wait back in the parka. Back in wait the- till spring. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, God bless you for living well, up with, there. My ooh, God. With the, I know. Uh, well, I'll tell you what. If Lauren wants to go to the Arctic more than anything in the world, so true. If she, if she, I want at least go to Alaska. If, yes. Yeah, if we could find, if we could find any sort of accommodations up there, I'm certain we could bring a camera that would work. <laughs> hint, 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 nudge, hint. nudge, wink, wink. Exactly, exactly. But uh, about the scanning, Petapixel, a, a big photo blog. Petapixel. I found a great <laughs> article about. You know, they're saying there's certain. Uh, setups with a DSLR you can get that scan a little, they're kind of persnickety, but they can scan just as good, if not better, than a V700 for 35. Yeah. Hmm. I wouldn't do it for huge pieces of film because it would take a lot of stitching, but you can use a macro kit on a Nikon, and they used a Nikon in the blog on scanning. Yeah, scanning your film. We'll put that in the show notes. How about it? But yeah, you can use a DSLR or, you know, V700 gets the the job done, but that Epson scan, or the uh, Cano scan should be a good scan. Those are, they do a good job. But the 7 50 is the one. Oh, yeah. I love my 750. Or a 500 if she or can find it or something. Yeah. yeah. So there you have it. Who's this from? Who's this letter from, John? Get your glasses from on. Boiled Cracker. How to pronounce your name? Long A like Baker. Oh, Craker. Craker. Doyle, Doyle Craker. Yeah. This one's from. This one's from. Doyle Craker. Okay. What's, what's Doyle say? Got on That's an unbelievable name. That is so great, that name. Uh, it says, Team FPP, I have never really been a photography buff, but recently my soon-to-be 12-year-old son said he wanted a good camera, so I wrangled my mom's Nikon 35mm setup away from her. She was about to trade it to a Photoshop oh, for picture print coupons. Oh, wow. Oh. What does that mean? Good snag. She was going to trade in the camera for... It's not a good deal. <laughs> for Prince. coupons. Oh. Yeah. Prints. Oh. We will be giving this kit to my son for his birthday next week. Good snag, Doyle. I thought I would delve into the world of film photography with him and uh, have been scouting the real cell shops for a camera. I found a brownie camera, number three. They want 24 bucks for it. I don't know if it works or not. According to my Googling, these take 124 film. Can I run 120 film through it, assuming it works? Wow, questions. Well, go ahead, answer. Well, I was going to say first about if you're in a store, don't be afraid to like test the shutter. Mm-hmm. Those old box cameras. I mean, just test the shutter. Right, make sure, make sure it fires properly. Yeah, look, it fires look properly. Look down the barrel. See that it's opening and closing. As far as the film question, what was the film question? Like? 124, 124, will it take 120? Will it take 120? I don't know. What, 124? Would, yeah, that's a really old format. Pass. Mm. Yeah. Pass. Pass. And a pass to Lauren? Oh, man. <laughs> no, pass. I'd, I'd have pass to look it up. I could actually pass. answer that later, I, I, but I, I can't now because I, I have a no good hand don't here. have my Kodak 100 book with me. Well, okay, so we don't know too much about that, Doyle. Sorry. We know uh, about the testing the shutter. Yeah. Yes. Uh, they also have some $5 plastic 35-millimeter cameras, maybe good for a lamography. Yes. Sure. Anyway, I love the podcast, and I'm learning a ton. These gray snowless days, early December days, are taking on a new dimension when I look at them in terms of what I'm of what might make a cool photo definitely keep up the good work Doyle well thank you thank you John yeah, where's he from it doesn't say how come people don't put where they're from on here the witness protection program it is because they're yeah. Doyle. all over Doyle what have you been up to letter. here's another quick letter from okay. Jeff Jeff hey. oh Jeff What's Jeff, Jeff says, hi, Michael. I really enjoyed your site. Thank you. I've uh, revived an interest in using instant film again and purchased the Fuji FP100 color and 300 black and white films for my land camera. Nice. I'm not clear, though, about shooting outside. 25 degrees up here in Albany. Oh, oh another these films. Cold. Yeah, what are that, these That's people? all right. Just cold clip. How many minutes for developing for each type? Does the development stop, and can I peel apart later at home? 
Appreciate any advice. Jeff Perkins in Albert. Leslie? Well, of course. Sure can. Sure can. Take them home. Throw them in your pocket. The answer is just yes. Yes. Yes, Thank you. Next next letter. No, God. (laughs) (laughs) Although, you know, I always shoot in PO1 because if I don't, then I've got a camera malfunction. But if I shoot, then. You want to test, do a test. I usually do a test. Yeah. How do you combat the cold? Scarves. (laughs) (laughs) Mittens. Hats. Hot cocoa and you comfy bra. I can't say <laughs> because I came in here with one today. Uh, hold it close to your person. Okay. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes Keep exactly. it next to your woo woo. Um, Why? Well, I, I wasn't I thinking mean, that, but it, I mean, yes. it's like okay to say. Do women put I in their bra? I do. What about the chemicals? What well, shouldn't be a no, no chemicals. No, I don't worry about it. Unless that. you're breastfeeding. <laughs> <laughs> I do, you know, I'll forget, and I'll go into Myers, and I'll be shopping, and I'll want get a cold clip. What's a cold clip? Oh, my God, I gotta go. Like... Matt's been talking about cold no, clip. What's a cold clip? Yeah, cold clip. Cold tick, clip. I've got a tick over here. Cold clip. No, uh, <laughs> so you can go on the filmphotographystore.com. It's just two pieces of um, just like aluminum, aluminum or stainless or whatever it is, and it'll just wick the heat from, you know, your armpit or wherever you're or sitting on it, and it will keep it nice and flat and keep the chemistry from getting all over you, mm. and it keeps it nice and warm. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. Give, you know, I always, give, I always give it, even It'll if I'm going to peel it. hold a pack of them or just one? I know you can hold multiples yeah. You can put in multiples there. in yeah. there, sure. I don't find it's too messy with the chemistry. I always let mine cook an hour, but if you're going to wait, you know, bare minimum in the cold, give it mm-hmm. two, three minutes solid under mm-hmm. the cold clip. Yeah. Solid. You wouldn't do it cold, though. No, no, no. Part cold. What What will happen? I would just leave it. Color you know, shift, exposure issues. Exposure, yeah. Um, Usually just exposure wait until it first. Gets warm again. So you just, I mean, even if it's cold and then you bring it inside to warm it up, then you can well, peel it? Yeah, make make okay. sure you have a warm cold clip ready. You know, just slap it in there as soon as you can because the longer the longer it's going without without the extra heat, the more mm. it's messing up the, the exposure. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's not like you have, from the time you pull it, you don't have infinite time. You have right. to get it to that heat or right. else it's going to mess up. I see. Excellent. <laughs> Edit. Strudel. <laughs> Who's it from? It's from Patrick Thomas. <clears throat> hey guys, I'm a photography student in West Texas and I've been working with instant films lately. I used to stick to integral but recently discovered how awesome pack film is. So I've been really going nuts. Wah! Anyways, I cannot seem to find a reasonably priced shutter release for my Polaroid 100. I know you guys sell them. Have any idea if you'll have any available in the future? I really appreciate it. These West Texas winds are messing with my longer exposures enough, so I hate the added pain of not having a remote cable. Average price, 30 bucks. Filmphotographystore.com. Yeah, FPP sold out of them as of this taping. It's from KC. Hey, KC. Just wanted to tell you that I developed my first role. Yay! The one sent with the camera, a film from the FPP Debonair, and they look fantastic. Yeah. FPP Debonair. I cross processed it, and the color is just amazing. I double expose every frame just for the heck of it, too. Wow, you're <laughs> getting all silly here, KC. Thanks again for the great little camera. I bought three of them so I could give what? a couple of them to friends. Nice. From nice. Bakersfield, California. Just signed up on Flickr. So yeah, send us a send us a note. What Let us know there. So cute, isn't it? Put them in the FPP oh pool. eBay, definitely. Put, type yeah, in Instax any, album. Yeah, they're the Japanese ones. I was showing you the cute. The I cutesy am looking at albums. a photo album specifically made for the Fuji Instax. Movie. And you found it. There, yeah. it's right here. In I've front got of an orange. It's amazing. I've got an orange one. I'll give it's you. It's an orange one that I'm holding. <laughs> 
and I suppose they come in lots of colors. Yes, they do. There's like a lot but of I purple. Want rainbow. Oh, rainbow. Because they're perfectly designed for the Fuji Instax. Lauren's talking about Fuji Instax, a.k.a. Polaroid 300, a album specifically for that size. Mm-hmm. Yes. Pitches. Beautiful, we are, we, right? We've gone yes. through packs and packs and packs. We need albums now. We yes. do. And it's hard to find them in the right size that you need for all the different sizes that we have. And yeah, so this light bulb. Just another light bulb went off. Okay. Fuji Instax. Hey, hey, I do want to say that KC, who wrote the letter, his Flickr name is VW Taz, T A Z Z. Do you have another letter in that stack, Mike? This just in. It's from Samantha, see? It says, uh, I have a Polaroid automatic 230 land camera that I purchased about a year ago from a vendor on my college campus. I decided recently to finally pay it some attention and replace its old battery with three triple A's and a flashlight battery holder. Good job, Samantha. So it's running properly, as far as I know. But now I'm faced with film purchasing. Uh, I watched one of your videos on purchasing old film from eBay and how they may be dried up or not work. Is this my only chance at finding film? Or do you know of any companies that would still make film for it? Samantha. Can anybody hear? Ding, 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 ding. She needs to go to the Film Photography Project store. Yes, she there you does. go. And she can get color film or black and white. Right. Right Fuji. there. Shipped the speed of light. Yep. The speed That's of right light here. with goodies. That's right. All sorts of goodies. Filmphotographystore.com. Yes, you can, Samantha. Yes. There's hope for you. Ooh, what you got there? This is a letter from Jimages. Real? Oh, Jimages. Hey, handwritten letter. I got to read it? Yeah. We're, we're on his boat. Oh, so it's all the handwriting's up and down. <laughs> Let's see. It says, Mark, Dane, John, and Mike, and everybody else. Somewhere all here offshore of Virginia, September 2012. By now, you're planning work for fall with school well underway for the kids and teens. And Very nice. Summer is far away. Not oh, so far away. Not in my now mind. It's, now it's coming. <laughs> <laughs> so I just wanted to send some more memories from last summer. Yes. Separately in a Shutterfly print envelope. Oh. That reminisce and celebrate the day of our FPP sale from Nyack. That's right. It was awesome. A grand mm. day it was. I follow all your work, both on Flickr and, of course, on the show. What show? Best with all kinds of light, any type of film, and I'm pushing the DIY envelope while possessing gas. <laughs> Cheers, mates. Jimages. Yes, Jim uh, Austin. Jimages.com. This is Leslie, Jim. I love you, Jim. We hey, all love Jim. Who's been Amazing on? Have you guys uh, seen Everybody loves Jimages? Jim. Nice Bentley. little uh, slow photography group. Absolutely. It's a great group. Yes. Really, he really is pushing the conversation on you know, slowing down, taking time with uh, with your camera, really thinking about what you're shooting. And there's a lot of folks catching on to it. You know, mm-hmm. digital and mm-hmm. film. It's great. From James Eakins. Hey, Michael. Just received this week some items I got from the store. One includes a debonair. Oh, oh is my first 120 camera. I love yeah. the look of it, and I'm excited to start shooting You're going to love it. it. One love thing. Love it. So one thing. Cute. While unloading the film, I was a bit nervous as the instructions were a little vague. I am wondering if you can post a quick video showing how to load and unload the debonair. Yeah. Yes. And if you have any spare 120 sitting around, can you send it my way? <laughs> He's so always hitting you up. You're like a crack dealer. I, I know. We need like we need like a stab. Your shoe, sound effect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's from Fullerton, California. Oh, uh, <laughs> some cold storage. Thirty-five. Oh, many? I don't know. We're gonna take a quick break. John, sadly, you're gonna be. Yeah, I gotta out. go. Oh. I gotta go relieve the babysitter. The babysitter. Oh, baby. Or they'll put the kids out on the street. Right. right. They'll sell my kids. Is it Fraulein Maria? <laughs> no, it's Fraulein Mom. Okay. It's my Fraulein Mom. <laughs> My mom. It's like every time I say my mom is babysitting my kids, I just see like my mom sitting on the sofa 
and the kid's like hitting the wall with <laughs> bats and just screaming and their faces are filled with chocolate. She's just like, oh, where is he? <laughs> the kids are not that bad. Well, John's going to take off and we're going to take a quick break and when we come back, we're going to be talking about the Olympus. Oh. oh. Product. Product. Ooh. Oh, it's not, the camera's not called the O? No, it's called the old product. Oh, interesting. We're going to find out yes. all about that. Oh, oh, okay. it's okay. magic. Yeah. Have fun with that. I'll miss you guys. You know you're my favorite when FPP you guy. Like, like, well, in a few minutes here. Look at your glasses. I know. Hey, this is Michael Rosso, Film Photography Podcast, and I'm thrilled to tell you about our film photography podcast. That's right, FPP. Walking Workshop, our first meetup of 2013. FPP's Walking Workshop in beautiful downtown Findlay, Ohio. On April 12th through the 14th, 2013. Please check our filmphotographypodcast.com for details for the FPP Walking Workshop in Finlay, Ohio. That's right, the FPP Walking Workshop 2013. April 12th through the 14th, 2013. Filmphotographypodcast.com for more details. We hope to see you there in April. Super positive. Hey, it's Mike here. I'm here in, in the FPP store with Matt, Lauren, and Leslie. Hey. hey. Here to talk about Kodak Film. I want everyone to go to the filmphotographystore.com. That's our store to pick up a roll of Kodak Film. Why, Matt? Hey, well, because we have some of the best prices on the web. Bar That's none. right. The best. And what else? We have extremely fast shipping. Ooh. Oh. Super fast. Super fast. Yes. Speed of light. Super fast. I think people are very happy because our FPP, our very technological, in-computer shipper, works directly with the U.S. Postal Service. So the shipping price is the actual weight of the product. When people buy a roll of film online, it's like, like, $12. They're like, great, it's a $2 roll of film, but yeah, now it's $15 after shipping. <laughs> FPP store. Everything in the store is in stock. We have lightning fast shipping. Thanks to William. Thanks, William. We have excellent shipping prices. And we now have the best prices on the web for Kodak Ektar, Kodak Portra 160 Portra, 400 T-Max, Tri-X. Forget about the superstores online. Superstores. You can get beautiful, fresh. Is that fresh? Fresh Kodak film directly from filmphotographyproject.com. Click the store button. Lightning fast. Fresh. So fresh it should be slapped. Exactly. I was going to say so fresh that it will give a strudel mouth. Fresh mouth. (laughs) What's so great about buying from the film photography store? I will tell you. It supports... This show. What show? The Film Photography Project. That's right. We are passing along the best price to you. Filmphotographystore.com 2013 Kodak Film. Thank you very much. See this little baby? No other pocket camera does what it does. It's unique because only the new Kodak Ectralite cameras have built-in Sensolite flash. Sensolite flash turns itself on and flashes automatically when you need more light. It even turns itself off. You'll never worry about flash again. 
These new cameras with Sensolite Flash are the easiest to use Kodak pocket cameras ever. I trust my stories to cameras and film from Kodak, America's storyteller. Hey, we're back. And I'm very happy to announce we have a special, super unannounced guest, Ms. Paige Davis of the FPP. Hi, Paige. Hi, Mike. You've been on the show before. Once, quite yes. some time ago. And when you were on the show, there were a lot of messages in the show notes like, oh, my God, what a great segment for Paige. Oh, that's great to hear. I wish I could yeah. remember what the subject was. Oh, we went to see the film. Oh. Yes. It's about you? Yes, indeed. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. Well, you know, a lot of people uh, that listen to the FPP, there are a lot of threads, and I've been asked many times, the question is, what is your favorite photographer? Most people, the majority of people will say, you know, Henry Cartier-Bresson, Ansel Adams. I tend to lean towards people I know, and I'm always embarrassed because I know very little about the very famous photographers. As a matter of fact, when I was at Borders, they had like the 50 greatest photographers, and I bought it because I was embarrassed because I'm like, I really need to brush up on who the great photographers are. Oh, I would love to check out that book. You have it here? I do, right here in in the FPP library. Very good. Uh, but you brought to my attention that there's some activity going on with John Sexton, mm-hmm. and I was embarrassed that I really did not know that much about John, and we have not talked about John Sexton since the very early days of FPP. Well, I thought that since uh, John Sexton, um, his 2013 and 2014 photography workshop schedule was uh, soon to begin, and uh, also because a certain um, uh, percentage of FPP's time is devoted to large format photography, that this would be the perfect time to bring him up. Indeed. Who is John Sexton? (laughs) (laughs) Who is John Sexton? John Sexton is, uh, most people know him as uh, a former assistant to Ansel Adams. Ah. So John Sexton uh, has been working with large format photography for um, many, many years. And in fact, this is the 23rd year of his popular workshops and exhibitions out on the West Coast. He also does a lot of traveling. Uh, domestically and internationally as well. But um, for, I guess, this segment, we'll focus on the workshops that are coming up on the West Coast in the near future. So John Sexton served as technical and photographic assistant and then consultant to Ansel Adams from 1979 to 1984. And uh, and I will I will credit his uh, website johnsexton.com for this information. Right. And he continues to serve as a photographic special projects consultant to the Ansel Adams Publishing Rights Trust, and as a consultant to the photographic industry in general. In January of 2005, he received a Lifetime Achievement Award from the North American Nature Photography Association. Okay. And in October of 2006, his most recent award-winning book, Recollections, Three Decades of Photographs, was published by Ventana Editions. And I should mention that if you can find out more about John Sexton, uh, clearly through his website, johnsexton.com, which is spelled J-O-H-N-S-E-X-T-O-N.com, and you can purchase uh, some of his his photographs there, as well as those of his partner, Ann Larson. And uh, you can also find most uh, of the books on his photography on Amazon.com. Uh, who is his partner? Actually, you know what? I believe it's his wife. I wasn't quite confident about that, but we'll just go there. John and his wife, who is also a noted photographer, Ann Larson. Uh, Very good. Mm-hmm, they'll have their first co-exhibit a photographer this year in her own right. And as well, and, and, a very, and an excellent photographer. But what's going on this year in 2013? Well, starting in the very near future, starting March 18 uh, through the 23rd, is uh, his first workshop, which is the Luminous Print 
a synthesis of traditional a synthesis of traditional and digital workshop, which is held in Carmel Valley, California. Okay. Then in April, the 9th through the 14th specifically, we have fine tuning the expressive print workshop. April 16 to 21 is the expressive black and white print workshop. Then we jump to October 13 to 18th for the Mono Lake and the Eastern Sierra Exploring Autumn Light Workshop. And in November, we have the expressive black and white print workshop. March, the luminous print. This is, oh, no, we're now in 2014, by the way. The luminous print, again, a synthesis of traditional Whoa. and digital workshops. Uh, mm-hmm. John's schedule goes as far out as 2014. Indeed. That's awesome. Indeed, through April of 2014. So there is, um, you know, there's quite some time if FPP listeners are interested in actually participating in any of yes, these absolutely. workshops to book. Exactly. And there are so many FPP listeners who are now either getting involved in or have been involved with large format photography and really kind of soak up anything, especially from a guy like John Sexton. I just find the work beautiful. I mean, it's it, the prints are just so evocative and expressive and just, um, just stunningly, stunningly gorgeous. Uh, most recently, John has been um, uh, involved in a series of photographs called Places, Powers, and Aesthetics is one of the more recent series of John Sexton's uh, photographs. And he mentions uh, that he, when he was photographing these ancient Anasazi sites, uh, as well as photographing the space shuttle, you would think completely diverse subjects, that he talks a bit about using the wide-angle lens uh, due to um, uh, having to photograph these objects in cramped quarters. And he explains his theme, and here I will also credit an article in Photovision Magazine, mm-hmm. which is exactly how it sounds if you want to look it up online, photovisionmagazine.com. John states that he realized, sort of subsequent to starting the series, that he was photographing the aesthetics of technology through time. He decided that the space shuttle would be perfect to represent today's technology, contemporary technology, and the thread of continuity in his mind was that these things were all built, crafted, and engineered by humans human beings, and they also extended over a period of a thousand years in time. Mm -hmm. These these are absolutely stunning and perfect complements, I think, to his more traditional nature photography. Right. Uh, I should also mention that uh, we just spoke about his wife, uh, Ann Larson, and this year is their first co-exhibit, which is the John and Ann exhibition at the Ansel Adams Gallery in Yosemite National Park, California. And that runs from April 18 through May 29, 2013. Very nice. I would like to thank you for, you know, this breaking news on John Sexton. You should be on the show more often. Well, thank you. I look forward to the next time you're here. Very good. I'd be delighted. Thanks. Thanks, Paige. And we'll be right back. It's a great year for pictures. And Scofilm makes the picture right. And Scofilm any day or night. It's a great year for pictures. So why don't you go and get A-N-S-C-O. And Scofilm. And Sco. This weekend, make your pictures great with Ansco. Breaking news. Go to your family's basements, your family's attic, drawers. Turn things upside down and look for your family's 110 film camera. Yep, 110 film is back. The film photography store is now stocking fresh 110 film. And if you don't have a camera, 110 new and vintage cameras. That's right. Filmphotographystore.com. Support the FPP. Check out, try, revitalize your interest in 110 film. 110 film is back. You thinking about trying it? You've never shot 110? 
Now's the time to do it. Filmphotographystore.com. We're carrying the new Lamography, the Orca 110 black and white. That's 100 ASA 110 film. The Lamography Tiger. Meow. Tiger 200 film. That's 200 ASA color film. The very last batch, 2010 expired, Fuji film. 110, 200 ASA, John Fideli's favorite. And the Lomography Red Scale Lobster 110 film. Amazing. Awesome new 110 film stocks. Now's the time to check it out. Filmphotographystore.com. It helps the FPP. Very appreciative of all the folks that have been to the Film Photography Store. Please do check it out. Thank you very much. We're back. What's that strudels in the men's room? Oh, goodness. Oh, it's taking off. Look at that. Oh, it's scratching. It's nice. hanging out. It's nice. No film to eat. So it's nice. I, I was incorrect. Apparently, this is called Olympus O Products. The O Product. Olympus actually put out a, a couple cameras that were special edition cameras. Mm-hmm. I brought one last time, I believe, the LT1. It was a little bit more consum- consumer than this. That LT1 did not have a limited production. This was introduced in 1988. In fact, it's an all-aluminum camera. On the back, it says aluminum body, AD, 1988, Tokyo, Japan. It says that. It does. So it's a kind of a specialty. Item. Very much so. Because it was brought out for the Olympus 70th oh. anniversary. And it is an all-aluminum body. Look at that. It's very much what I call an emotional design mm-hmm. rather than a rational design. Uh, squares circles and a lovely little story on the inside now the flash is removable i love this flash it looks like a little tiny potato masher and that's going to go back to some really old, yes, old time but um, um it doesn't look like the format it, it shoots at it all. does not it is 35 millimeter it looks like a disc camera right well yes with the round face on it yeah most certainly i really tried to track down because in the lt1 i could pretty much tell you that that was a stylus body underneath there and this is a bit more proprietary. There were 20,000 made, half the U.S., half 10,000 to Japan. Japan sold out in two weeks. Wow. I don't know how long this did. I don't remember if they were allocated. I don't really remember a lot about 1988. Do you have film in there? I do not right now. You should show us the story on the inside. I can show you the story the on story. the inside. There's a book inside. There's a story right Look on the inside. <laughs> inside. Matt, I'll hand that to you. You can oh, read yeah. that. The first time I saw this, I was like, There's, what is this? It's, it's great. A new concept in product design. Olympus O product. Functional imperatives molded to artistic form. A camera shaped with simple lines, elegant contours. Isn't that beautiful? They designed, uh, maybe I'll bring it some other time, uh, one called the Accru comes after oh, that. Oh, yeah. It simply did not have the popularity of that. That is just a stunning little camera. It is. Put it around your neck. 
uh, go out into the public and people will talk to you. Yes. Infinity Junior, and it's just not right. It's more sensitive than a Junior, but right definitely in between the stylus and the Junior. It's a very unique camera. Uh, I found a website that had the top 10 most unique or ugly cameras. Hey, there it is. And there it is. We'll take a pause for the T70. Has to load. Photochrome that we had on here before. Yes. It's interesting though. They have my SX. They got a brick on there too. They do. They have a brick. What's Um, oh? What's the one? This is Canon. No. What's what's below that one? Sure. Look at that. What's below that one? Is that like a Sony? Here, this one. Yeah. That's an Olympus. It's an Olympus. Olympus AZ. I don't remember the number. It looks like it it looks like a laser tag gun. Yeah. And even the grip comes down and goes up. Yeah. It's got all kinds of very grip on it. Yeah. I will. It's neat, right? It's awesome. It's beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. I first saw that at Leslie. At Imagine That. I went over to the Mecca, and I was renting out Leslie's XA4 for the FPP review last year, and she busted this baby. She's like, oh, do you want to shoot this? And I was like, no, look at it. It's beautiful. I actually take this out quite a bit. It is. You do. You shoot with I, this. I do so shoot with this. Can. I do. Uh, I took this up to Matt's show in Cleveland, and um, the only th- the only thing is, is um, it's not a comfortable camera to shoot with. Oh, it's boxy. It hurts. It's boxy. This <laughs> is the button, you know, kind of thing. But uh, all the same, I guess, uh, brains before brawn, I don't know, something like that. So on your Flickr stream, will there be some shots from this Olympus O product? Uh, there already is. Okay, great. I'll shoot a, even maybe, a, I've got to do a camera portrait of it, too, to put on there. But oh, that'd be great. Everything. There's actually one of you on there, I think, I've shot with that. Very nice. So. That's the Olympus O product. And it's, it's hard to find on the bay. Like, it's rare, correct? I suppose maybe, you know, it, it would crop up at least once a month. And if you're going to buy it, you want to make sure and buy it in the original box. You know, all the goodies. Yeah, yeah. It, absolutely fun to shoot with, though. Beautiful little Zuiko lens, and away we go. Mm-hmm. Little 3.5, not super fast, but does the job. We're going to take a quick break, do a FPP store spot. I want to say a shout-out to anyone out there who's uh, used the FPP store Folks from all over the world have used it. It's uh, myself tinkering around in there. Anything that I sell that's vintage, I check out to make sure it works. Now, William is over there in the FPP shipping. He is processing your order and shipping it uh, as lickety split as humanly possible to get you your goods. And we always include a little 4x5 print or something kind of cool or maybe a note or something to let you know that uh, we're out of buttons. Oh, wow. We have to get buttons. Stickers, though. FPP stickers still in stock. Oh, great. Excellent. Love those. And uh, everywhere. Just just a big thanks because it does help the shoe. We'll be right back.
here in the studio with Matt. We're doing a live spot for the Debonair. Oh my gosh, that plastic, fantastic. Yep. Easily the coolest 120 toy camera out there. 120 toy camera. FPP found 2,000 cameras up in Rochester, New York. They're now in the FPP store. It's 1999 US. And while supplies last, you get the camera and a roll of 120 film. We've been selling it now for a month or so, and it's usually popular. We're sending out a lot of cameras per per week. As a matter of fact, I, some of the folks at the show that we ran into... What show? ...had ordered from the FPP store lately... Myself, Matt, and Leslie from Imagine That. Imagine That. <laughs> Sprockets. Oh, they just look fantastic, Mike. Uh, we Instead of using 120 film in the FPP Debonair, which is a 120 plastic camera, myself, Matt, and Leslie have been dropping in 35-millimeter cartridges. It fits perfectly. All you need is, like, a piece of, like... Uh, packing peanuts? Packing peanuts. Some gaffer's tape? Yeah, one on each side. And Ooh. you're good to go. It fits in perfect and... Nice and snug. Nice and snug, and it, it creates... Uh, your image on 35mm film includes the image onto the sprocket area of the film, which is... Very cool. When people see that, they're like, Whoa, Whoa. how'd you do that sprocket photography? <laughs> so the FPP Debonair Film Photography Store.com I know it sounds funny. You'd be like, hey, man, you got a, you have 2,000 of them. It's a limited amount. Think about it. That's it. How many you guys, guys and girls out there listening... We have way over 2,000 listeners listening to FPP regularly. Get it now. It is the coolest camera. A number one recommended by myself, Matt, Leslie, anyone that's used it so far, two thumbs up. So filmphotographystore.com, 120 film cameras. There it will be. Check it out. Here's one of the greatest little gadgets a camera fan can own. It's a battery test light that checks your flash batteries to make sure there's enough power to set off your flash bulb. Before you load film into your camera, put the battery test light in the reflector and click the shutter. That bright glow of light tells you your flash equipment's as dependable as your GE flash bulb. It means no more missing those once-in-a-lifetime pictures because your flash gun batteries are dead. And here's what does it. A GE battery test light. And it's yours free when you buy a dozen GE flash bulbs. Either number fives or Powermite M2s. Just look for these displays at the camera corner of your favorite store. Get your GE flash bulbs and reach for your GE battery test light. And remember, it's free when you buy a dozen GE flash bulbs. So get yours in a hurry while they last. Hey, let's do a live spot for the FPP store. The fact that we now sell all types of film. 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 The, the F- <gasps> <laughs> Thank you, Lauren. Can you do that again? <laughs> You know, the FPP store was known for the instant film, the FP100C, the FP3000B, some expired film. But now, in 2013, I am excited to say that we now carry a full line of Kodak products. Holy cow! That's right. It's great, Lauren, the way you just step into the Fideli roll when he's not here. Yes, it does. You do. It's like a natural thing. Ooh. That's right. A full line of Kodak films. And the most shocking thing is (gasps) the price. Holy cow! That's right. The price, you go to B&H, and if they, let's say something's like $4.19, guess how much it is at FPP. I can't $4 guess. $4.19? That's right. We match prices. So no more dear prices on Kodak film at the FPP store. I'm encouraging everyone to try a roll of Kodak film over at the FPP store because in order for us to be successful... Sell it! We need to move it out. I'm also thrilled to say we have a full line of Lamography, both 35mm and 120 films. Ooh. As well as, coming soon, some Ilford products. Lovely. Can't wait. 
Film Photography Project. Hit the store link. Enjoy it. Love it. Shoot it. Order it. Develop it. Thank you very much. Hey, we're back. Oh, man. Oh, darkroom tips. Hey. Darkroom tips. I'm at. So, hey, we got some darkroom tips. We do. Yeah, so, you know, we're getting to the real nitty-gritty here in the darkroom. If you go back through the log, we talk about papers, developers. Uh, last month, we talked about picking a timer. Today, I know I've hinted at it a little bit here and there. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about temperature control because mm-hmm. it's a big deal. It's a big deal. Big deal. Your image yeah. comes up, and the rate at which it comes up is entirely dependent on the temperature. A lot of folks are using their kitchens and their bathrooms, and that's great. But what temperature is it? Are you keeping it consistent? Is it, is it fluctuating? If you're taking a shower to get some nice steam in the bathroom, are you processing the film while mm-hmm. it's still kind of steamy? Or are you waiting for it to get down and the dust to settle and you can get a nice, a good, a nice 70 degrees, 68 degrees Fahrenheit? Keeping your, te- your good temperature for chemistry and the environment with which you're developing is a big, big deal. You mean like just the room temperature? Just the room temperature. You know, knowing what it is, knowing that tomorrow it's going to be the same. Mm-hmm. It's a big deal. Um, even in a very nicely well-controlled darkroom, you have fluctuations, so it's always good to know. Have a nice handy-dandy thermometer. Have mm-hmm. the ability to look at that. You know, humidity goes hand in hand with that. That's kind of a, a side note, but your humidity also affects it. It affects how quickly the film will absorb things and how quickly it'll dry. Some good ways to keep control of the temperature. If you have a thermostat in your home, that is good. <laughs> Check the thermostat. Make sure that's good. If you don't have a thermostat, make sure your ventilation isn't really pumping in too much heat or letting too much heat out. You know, windows, things that should be sealed anyway because right. we're light tight. Things that control your water. A mixing valve. A lot of folks, oh. you know, now we're getting kind of, you know, techn- I'm not the most mechanically inclined, but you can get a mixing valve for specifically a photo, a photographic sink. Mm-hmm. So it keeps the temperatures between 65 and 95 degrees. Another thing that keeps that temperature range very well, there are little... Um, thermometers for fish aquariums aquariums oh. and they have aquarium heaters too that would keep that keep it for tropical fish that keep it at a higher mm-hmm. degree and you can use that for col- uh, color chemistry which is really nice so mixing valves uh those kind of thermometers uh, another thing is if you're going you know real budget you're souping stuff in pans and everything if you're doing color have some hot water that you know will be consistently at 190 degrees have a oh. have a quick thermometer those infrared uh, readout thermometers are great, but even greater are just the just the metal sta- stainless dial. steel, yeah, dial, dial thermometers, and those are just great. They go up to temp and they they hold it very well. Where would you get that stuff? You get all that stuff at Freestyle Photo. Freestyle. Freestyle. As far as the more complicated things like mixing valves, uh, you can go on the bay, and a lot of people getting rid of their sure. darkroom mm-hmm. equipment will be. Those what are always included. For CPM or Delta. Mm-hmm. Let's see, mm-hmm. Leslie knows it all. She sold it all. Sold it all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, so keeping temperature, it's it's a good deal to have consistent temperature. You know, we're talking one to two degrees. In the long run, it makes a, a big difference, especially a lot of folks are now to the point where they they want to have consistency in their mm. work, and temperature is going to be a, a big part of that. Mm-hmm. 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 And, of course, if anybody has any questions, what do they do? Podcast at filmphotographyproject.com or Matt, M-A-T, at filmphotographyproject.com. Absolutely. We'll gladly answer all of your questions. Um, in the show notes, we're going to have some, just some links to some basic stuff that you can find on Freestyle real cheap and make sure your, your chems and your air is right, right, ready to go. Since we started talking about Darkroom on the FPP, uh, amazing amount of listeners have really picked it up. It's a DIY movement. Yes, it yes. really is. A yeah. lot of folks taking to it. And I'm getting more and more. I, I feel 
feel not like a hypocrite, but I feel kind of like guilty because folks keep email, will email me about like, oh hey, I heard you do like your own color and stuff. Right, right, right. And it's like, well, not if I have a big long project. I mentioned um, it uh, pre- a few shows back, and I mention it often. Most people don't understand that you can do your own color negative film processing yeah. at home, and it's no big deal. And E six, yeah. And E six, yes. E six. Now E six is almost easier than C forty one. C forty one. I think. Mark had mentioned the expense. That's much more expensive. No, you just have to do it all. You have to do it in quick order. So if you're going to like shoot a roll a week, yeah, send it out to a lab. But if you're going to, if you have like 10, 15 rolls ready Mm -hmm. to go, bulk it up. Just spend a whole day or two and you're, you're good. Wow. Yeah. But consistency wise, you know, that's where if, if you don't have good temperature control, you can just mess C41 should really be kept at a half a degree. Within half a degree. Within a half a degree. It's always the first developer. So you average person out there, you're Kodak Gold. Absolutely. Your regular color print film sure. for people or, listening. Yep. Portra. Or Portra. Portra. Mm-hmm. Ektar. Yep. Yes. All that mm-hmm. stuff. Soup it yourself, you're saying. Soup it yourself. You can, you can soup it yourself. Yeah. Uh, I'm not so much anymore. Uh, the bigger the sheet of film is getting, <laughs> sheet. the more uh, the more wary I am of doing it myself. I have done it. Um, it's just, if you mess one up, it's like, it's 30 bucks. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Down the drain. <laughs> oh, I do have some 116 I want you to do for me again. Or no, I believe it's 616. That stuff was the bane of my... She gave me this processing tank, and it's got a pinhole that you have to pour like half a gallon of chemistry into. And now, so c 41s time-sensitive. If, yes, that, if that developer isn't completely covering that film within the first 10, 15 seconds, you're going to get streaks developing because it's at the bottom developing, and the top of the film hasn't filled up, so it's going to be a different color from one edge to the other. Streaks. streaks. And I can pretty much imagine that 1973 616 film was probably pretty darn curly. You can't tell it from the, the tape. You can't tell it from the paper from the tape. It all feels uh, the same in the dark. Really? Yeah. And I imagine the tape tube is pretty dry. Very dry. Well, and the adhesive is really nasty. Yes, exactly. It's it's worse than the impossible goop on the 8x10. (laughs) Darkroom tips. Darkroom tips. Oh, processing your soup in yourself. Get out of the dark, Mike. We're in darkroom. Keep it it consistent. Don't be scared. Don't be scared. Just get a thermometer. Oh, yeah. I I know that's probably not printed anymore, but if you can find an old publication, I always love the name of it. The book was called Do It in the Dark. Excellent primer for beginning photographers. Black and white color. Color mm-hmm. printing, also negative processing. Ooh. May have been HP marketing, I'm not sure. It simply was called Do It in the Dark. I've never heard of that one. It's great. <laughs> it really is. You giggle when you sell it, and then. Of course. Mm-hmm. That's how you sell it. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> there might be a scene. Isn't there a darkroom scene in SSI? There is. There is. There is. Yes, there the is. Yes, there is. Oh, now we're to get that, into SSI. That's right. Well, the folks out, folks out there listening, it's mm-hmm. an R-rated feature film that happens to star uh, John, John, John Fidelli. Yeah, and uh, there aren't many Blockbuster stores around anymore. Blockbuster Video carried it Whoa. in its heyday. <laughs> 2008, maybe. So if you could go on like eBay.com, type in SSI. I can't tell you what that stands for. <laughs> but it's like a, you know, like a Benny Hill type comedy. It's... Oh, it's wow. pretty much laugh out loud yeah, at times, I'm going to tell you. Yep. But there's a whole darkroom scene, like old That's, school. Yes. Old school red light. Red, yeah. Mm-hmm. Those yeah, of you over 18, check that out. <laughs> For the rest of you. Yeah, wait yes. a few years. Wait a few years. Yeah. Well, we're going to come back in a second or so. <laughs> 
your laugh, your Lauren, your laughs are silent today. Unfortunately, I'm it's not sorry. like like. Instead, <laughs> 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 just like I don't think they do that ever. <laughs> Enjoy your color slides as never before with new Perutz color film. Brilliant natural colors, wide exposure latitude. Yes, now with new exclusive plastic mounts for better slide projection. Perutz now processed faster than any other film. Roots. Hey, I, I wonder what we're back. I just want to tell everyone that um, it's time for us to go. Oh. <laughs> oh. Myself, Matt, Lauren, and Leslie are going to Mr. Lee. Hi. It's uh, a Japanese Korean. Oh. It's passed every single test. Like it's Matt so rolled in. Matt, Matt and Lauren rolled in. Like, oh, we're going to give this a check because we know good Korean. Oh my gosh! And good it's Japanese, amazing mostly. Korean he knows food. The Korean I love it. I, yeah. yeah, I told you the bulgogi bimbap, right? It's, oh, it's, oh, I tried it. What's that? How do you pronounce? What is it? Bulgogi bimbap. Oh, yeah. Yeah. gotta have your own teeth for that. <laughs> I tried it. The hot it's stone, hot. the hot stone. It's got bowl. like rice on the bottom, and on top they crack an egg, but the bowl's so hot it just fries the egg right there. It's great. It's, yeah, it's that's so how hot. It Lots is. of veggies. Not if it's beef, hot. But it's my spicy. favorite. You is know, I'm a. The the cold bowl, do you know that? Oh, the seafood one, yeah. It's called the, um, Bui Boom Bop. No, it's the um, yeah. <laughs> it's like <laughs> the B W E. Yeah, yeah. Bui Boom Bop. Should you eat it if you can't pronounce it? I call it, it Bimbombe. Korean <laughs> FPP fans, correct us. Yeah, yes. there you and go. Tell us how and to forgive us. Uh, please, please forgive, forgive us. us. But it's fantastic. Oh, it's in Wayne, New Jersey. If anyone's out this way, you know, if anyone's just like I don't know, Route Twenty Three. Right yeah, off. Route Twenty Three. Oh, Gotta check it out. Great food. We're going there now. We're and they going. love cameras. They're used to film. Oh, my God. As soon as we go in, they come right they, up to the table. They ask. Like, what do you, you got? Know. Yep. They're so. getting used to you. Oh, yeah, bring that. They'll love it. They'll love it. Kawaii this day. They will. Ah! <laughs> yeah, they will love it. Yep. <laughs> I think I'm going to bring the cool cam. They will like that. They will uh, love the cool cam. Yeah. Uh, we're going to be back in two weeks. Please uh, stick around and uh, join us for the extended music portion of our podcast coming up mm. right now.